Hip Hop Heads, this is the Vita Talk Radio, home of the Hip Hop Backstories, and this your boy Fresh Low, my partner Carl Bubba Clock Bubba, where you at? Right here, homie, you know the deal. Yeah, Hip Hop Heads, I guess today, he's straight out of A-Town. He's a top-notch producer who works with some of the best in the game. He's known for tracks like Get You Right, uh, Village in the Game, and so much more. He stopped by the Vita Talk Radio to tell us what he got going on. So Hip Hop Heads, give it up for Mr. Southside. What's up, Southside? Oh, whoa, what's happening, man? What's fine with it? Chilling, man, chilling. Yeah. Glad to glad to have you on the show, man. You know what I'm saying? Because uh been been knowing you for a while now and uh well really been knowing you for a long time. And uh oh, yeah, man. you 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 been deep in the game, man. So uh oh, yeah. just to get things going, yeah, like, what I mean, part of, what part of Alexander you from and what made you want to get uh, into music? Oh, yeah, uh, and of course, that little third, you know, that, that South Side, man, that's where it all originated from, and, you know, just growing up, you know, listening to music, you know, growing up out the struggle, that's all we had, so, I mean, I knew from the jump, that's what I wanted to do, you know? Right, right. You know, yeah. and, and also, and also, let me add, I mean, I've been to your website and checked it out, so, I mean, it, it's a pleasure that, you know, you had me on here. Yeah, already, man, appreciate you, bro. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, so speaking of, you know, coming up down a little third, man, and uh, cause you, I came up around that same way. Look, DJ, oh, yeah. I used to work with some of the OGs from from back in the day, like Doobie Smooth. You know, you mm-hmm. had the bad young brothers, the one who made murder in the first degree. Oh, yeah. You know, I still Pace got them albums, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I really, I mean, not really. I mean, I, I really just played the sideline. You know, I mean, actually, I was a rapper first. And it, it took for me when I, I moved to Colorado Springs to go to school, but I started DJing. And the DJ put me in charge of, you know, opening acts for shows once we got in the shows. So then I found me a label that I was cool with. And, I mean, I was like I said, I was a rapper first. So when I started making beats, it was like somebody walked in and was like, what you want for it? And I'm like, well, damn, I ain't never sold a beat before. So then I was like, you know, just give me what you want. Man, dude gave me a hundred dollars, so I thought about it, and you know, like, man, they buying beats, they ain't buying verses, so I'm already DJ Southside at the club, so let's start Southside Productions, and that's pretty much, that's pretty much how it all started. But it wasn't until I came back to Alexandria I got a chance to work with like Pete Stroller, you know. But everybody else, you know, is the older cats. I mean, me and Little Boy Blue played around a couple of times, but right. you know. Yeah, other than that, I mean, I just watched from the sideline, really just studying, you know, how it's supposed to go. Right, right. Oh, yeah. So, man, who all did you get to work with, man? Because I know you had a ragtag full of people you was able to work with. Oh, man, well, I mean, back in the beginning of time, it all started with Digger Funk Records out of California. Um, That was back in, like, maybe 98, 99. But then as I progressed and made my way back to Louisiana, I also had a pleasure of being label mates with Boots on Bloodline Entertainment, you know, back in back, yeah, back in 2002, you know. So I don't know if you guys remember a song used to be on the radio a long time ago called Jump in That Water With Me. That was like one of the Boots' first radio cuts, you know, that I actually had a chance to produce. But like I said, I was back in 2001, 2002. You know, so, I mean, it was, at the time, it was like, you know, I could have stayed and represented with the Trill fam, but then, I mean, you know, I kind of, you know, now I really don't regret it because, I mean, it's all about integrity. If I'd have stayed and represented Trill, I'd have had to represent Baton Rouge. So, at the end of the day, when I come back home to Alexandra, how my people going to look at me 
you know, from, you know, ripping somewhere that I'm not from. You know, so really right, right. I just took my little money there, the little bread I had saved up. I bought my own equipment and came back to Alexandria. So then I was responsible for that thing then, like, you know, Susan with Monkey Ball Swing, I for the Nine Mob, you know, Highlight. I was right. dealing with everybody in Alexandria, and it was like it got to a point where the top nine at nine, seven of them had that Southside camp stamp on them, you know. So, you know, it, it is what that was. So, I mean, you know, we always had a music scene in Alexandria. Right. But as far as actually putting it into motion and people actually getting on, I mean, no local artist has never ran that radio station like we ran that radio station, you know. Like I say, you know, we we was actually we was actually flooding the market. Like Big Chris the Boss Man, he might have had four songs at the, on the radio at one time. All came from the camp, you know. Right. Yeah. So I mean, you know, I don't, you know, I don't take away from you know the artists that was you know that was considered Alexandria legends. But I mean, you know, me without being arrogant or having arrogance to it, I mean, it's the truth. I feel like I'm responsible for the Alexandria music scene that it is today, because back then. Everybody who was doing music, nobody really knew who that was. Sure, right, uh, You know, nobody knew who it was, and we had this song called Make It Snap back during the club retro days. They bawled like a dog in that club. They thought that was from Atlanta until that night that, remember, Club Retro got raided? Yeah. That night, we actually performed that Make It Snap, and when they realized that it was local artists, it wasn't, you know, out-of-town cats like what they were thinking. Man, we said it all. We said it out, you know. Okay. But like I say, I mean, you know, it's just that, you know, I just wish we would have more unity, man, and come together because they really don't give credit what credit do, man. But my name answers a lot of questions, you know. But, I mean, like I say, I just don't entertain it. I just, you know, continue doing me, man. Yeah, man. And see, that's the same thing I say. You know, as far as the talent go, Alexander got a whole lot of talent. We had a True. of talent down here for the, the years that came, you know, came and gone. But oh, yeah. What, what I feel, one, like, like you said, we don't have the unity, and one of the other things I feel is missing is the business side of it. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. There's really not a lot of access. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. and another thing, too, I'd say that really kind of kills it for Alexander. We got talent out here, but I really feel like a lot of people that's doing music out here shouldn't be doing music. They might have a different color, like, you got guys that want to be rappers out here, but they make perfect promoter material. Exactly. You know, you, you, you want to be a manager, but your bread and butter, you would make them an awesome manager, you know. And, I mean, it's like you really don't have fans out here because your potential fans are wanting to be artists. So we really don't have no support. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so, look, um, now, as far as... You dealing with the artist? Was it in the obstacles, any obstacles that you had to face with any of them? Um, well, yeah, in the beginning, yeah, yeah, in the beginning, you know, you know, everybody just wanted to do music, and like I say, in the beginning, they had a problem with understanding the differences between none is getting a beat, none exclusive, and exclusive. They had that was the major, that was the main problem, you know. They would get on SoundClick with their credit card and buy these beats for twenty and thirty dollars off SoundClick. But then they would come to me and wanna spend twenty and thirty dollars. You know, so when I when I go ahead and accept their twenty and thirty dollars, they used to come back at me real, real mad, like, 
I heard such and such on the same beat I bought. So then I had to explain, you know, twenty thirty dollars, you know, I'm not I don't sell beats for that, you know. But if you get on, you know, you buy them beats for twenty thirty dollars off a of sound click, you're not the only person who likes that beat. I'm sure it's a thousand other people who like that beat, who bought that beat just like you. You're not on you're not on Google trying to search that producer down to get on him about reselling the beat. So, you know, like I've had sometimes when I'd say a hundred dollars a beat, then they'll come to the studio and pick out three beats, knowing I said a hundred apiece, but then say, Man, all I got is a hundred, man, and I really want them three. Work for me. Work with me, you know. That's two for thirty five and one for thirty. But then you get mad because you hear somebody else on them. That's really the only problem. You know, they'd be like, Man, don't mess with Southside, he resell your beat. But then the only thing I say is pay for them. Get your exclusive right paperwork. But I mean it don't cost thirty it don't cost twenty thirty dollars though. You know. That was the right. only problem I ever had. Other than that, man, people love working with me. Right. I get the I get it done, man. And see, it's funny that you say that because I remember a few years back when I was doing music, I had these beats that I had got from this guy, and uh, DJ Fry had came by the house one day, and uh, I was letting hear DJ Fry hear some of my stuff, and he was like, "Wait a minute, wait a minute," he said, "He said, play that thing." He said, "I think I heard that beat before." Yeah. Um, and he, he he kept listening to. It. He said, "Now nah, I remember it was a gospel rapper got that beat." He said, yeah. he said, don't don't use that beat because he said, you know, he got that beat, then about four or five other people got that beat, too. Yeah, yeah. But see, another thing, too, I ran into out here that actually it was a guy, I forgot his name. Well, I, I remember his name, but he, I shall, he shall remain nameless. And right. what he used to do is he would get online and listen to certain beats that, you know, they might have on YouTube. What dude used to do was, he would download those beats off of YouTube and then come back and sell those beats as if he made those beats, you know, and that used to kind of, that used to pretty much kind of mess it up too because it was one of my guys, uh, you remember Trudell, young Trudell, young Austin? Nah, I can't call it right now. Okay, well, yeah, he had a song that he had bought, bought a beat from this guy. He recorded on the song and everything, and, I mean, he was really trying to push it as his single. But then when I was like, man, who made that beat? And then he had told me where he bought it from. But then, you know, one of my Southside Production staff members brought it to my attention, and he sent me a link to a chameleonaire song on the exact same beat. So when I brought it to his attention, you know, it kind of, you know, it's stuff like that that really just is a disrespect to the production game, man, you know. You know, now making beats, I mean, I've, I've done it before where I might hear a beat and I might sample a piece of that beat and then re-whip it back up, you know, uh, on my flavor. But, I mean, that's that's all in production game. That's always been going on for years, you know, regardless of what the beat is. But, I mean, don't just download someone else's work and then go sell those beats like, you know, I made you. And knowing you didn't, like, you know, he wasn't he wasn't expecting that guy to actually hear that beat, you know, to be able to call it out and say what it was. Right. Yeah, man, yeah. That's, that's really giving a black eye to the game now, man. Y'all, yeah, man, and he was punishing it, too. I'm talking about dude was selling, like, 10 to 20 beats a week. You know, he was really, he was punishing the game, man. Yeah. So, um, how many albums have you worked on so far, South Africa? Uh, oh, man. Indeed. Oh, man, in my whole career, I mean... Jeez, my whole career, album-wise, I mean, I, man, I mean, that's, I really, man, I, 
without trying to exaggerate, I, I know I have at least about what a combination of albums and mixtapes I know I've at least heard of. Right. Because, I mean, it's got artists everywhere, man. I got artists in, in Alabama, you know, Mississippi. It got a guy down in Houston, you know, shout out to Kilo with SME Entertainment. You know, I, I produced a whole album from front to back, you know. Uh, here, here in Alexandria, we got Lil Hungry Jack, you know, SKKCMA, you know. We just finished his product. Big Dawkins, we just finished his product, you know, his project. And, I mean, it's... It's, man, it's, 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 a, it's a list, man. I'm going to work hard. Yeah. So, uh, because a while back, you know, when I had uploaded that song that you and G-Pig did, you know, G-Pig, that's my brother-in-law. Yeah, and that's another one. I produced that whole album as well. Yeah, yeah man. Because I'll tell them, man, I'm doing some, uh, some cold beef that you had put on there. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. So, look, uh, and I also realized that uh, y'all had something that you had, RC and MCA had reached out to you? Oh, uh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. They uh, reached out to me as far as, you know, in-house production on, you know, just an in-house producer, you know, you know, just for their, their artists. They have a, I think they have, like, I think they said they had a roster with maybe 175 artists, and, you know, instead of me going through the, 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 the different channels as far as musicplacements.com, you know, you're working with them, you know, they would they would shop them themselves, like, you know, just, you know, as far as just for that label, though, they had reached out, but the numbers wasn't adding up right, so, you know, <laughs> we we from the South, but that don't, we ain't no fools. <laughs> yeah, and if, I, if, I, if I'd have been a dummy, man, and just, you know, desperate for that little change, I mean, I'd probably be a, a dummy right now, you know, but, nah, it didn't, it didn't work out. Oh, okay, man. It'd have been it'd have been cool if it did too, man. Cause oh man, if the numbers would have been right, oh, it'd have been awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's just the numbers. The numbers wasn't adding up. The time I was gonna have to put in, and uh, uh-uh. uh nah, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. They wasn't. They wasn't packing fast. Yeah. Oh man, is it in the artists or producers that you would like to work with? Shit, everybody, man. Every every everybody in the game right now, I would love to work with them. Yeah, yeah, everybody, man. I mean, it's just, you know, a lot of guys, like I said, I study their style and the type of producer that I am, I feel like I can make any type of beat. Like, you know, I got my own sound. Like, you can hear a Dr. Dre beat and know that's Dr. Dre. Right. You know, you hear Swiss beats of Timberland, you know, off top, that's them. But, I mean, I, I have my signature style, but at the same time, no two beats sound alike. Like, some tracks you might hear from other producers and be like, man, they got the same drum pattern. They're using the same drum. You know, me, everything, I try to make everything different. And no matter how good it may be, no matter how hard it may be, it could be gangster, but at the same time, it's music, you know? Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so uh, you got anything that you're working on right now? Um, nah, not really. Just, you know, just finishing up some projects, man, uh, you know, shout to uh, I rock committee at Winfield, a guy named Bowman and Slickster. We um we just finished up his project about maybe a week ago. Yeah, it's pretty much it's, it's been a lot of finishing up projects. You know, getting ready for this for this cold summer. Right. No, yeah. Okay, so shit, Is it uh anything you want to add on? Anything you want to talk about? You know what I'm saying? 
Oh, no, not really just, I mean, it's just, I mean, everybody just learned to come together, man. That's what it's all about. And then something else I wanted to clear up, too. This thing they had going around where I call myself the king of A-Town. You know, when that first came about, a lot of people felt some type of way. And, I mean, like I tell everybody, and I wanted to mention it on here as well, I'm not saying that I'm better than no man. You know, I didn't call myself the king of A-Town. It was some instances where people would be like, man, Southside don't. I'm so humble to the point to where people would make comments like, Southside don't think he's as cold as what he really is. Like, when they'd be like, man, you the best, I would be like, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm all right, you know. Then they'll be like, man, no, bro, you cold, you the best thing around here. And I'm like, you know, I'm all right. Because as good as I feel like I may be, I mean, it might be a 12-year-old around the the spoken being boards, you know? Right. I mean, that King of A-Town, the streets gave me that name, and it took me a while before I caught on to it. But at the end of the day, I'm not saying I'm better than no man. I'm just saying I go harder than most. If you quit your job and quit selling dope, live your, money completely 100, live your life completely off the money and make off the music, then they would feel where I'm coming from. You know, because I, I, I live off of my music. If I don't work, I literally don't eat. Right. Yeah. That's what yeah. that is, man. <laughs> For real, that's what that is. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. So that, that's what's up, man. And, uh, yeah, because, uh, matter of fact, it's uh, another guy who I know that, uh, you, that you've uh, been doing some work with. He's a gospel singer. Oh, yeah. Mark? Yeah, yeah. Mark. Okay, Mark Richardson. Yeah, we just we just finished up a single on him on that running running to you. As a, yeah, it was a nice song I produced that one too. Okay, that's yeah, that music. That music was that. That's the side I was telling you about. Okay, okay, cool, cool. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so where everybody can reach you, man. Uh, well, I ain't got no problem with 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 contact. Phone number is area code 404-822-3432. My email is southsidepro247 at gmail.com. Facebook, reach me at Mr. but you got to spell it out. I-S-E-R-S, Southside. Instagram, same thing as my email. 247, southsidepro247. Turn the work on the website. So if there's any web designers, I'll tell you, know, contact me once again at 404-822-3432. You know, money. I basically just, instead of me having to, I, I do the manual hustle. Like, they reach out to me and email the samples. I'm getting tired of it because it's, it's like it's becoming, it's becoming a demand for those south side tracks. So instead of me sending out a whole bunch of emails, I would like a website. You, know, I can just give them the website. You can go straight to the site and buy it how you want it. You know. Right. Yeah. 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 Man, you want to give him a shout out? Uh, just, 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 just dog, man, for giving me this talent. We on the record. You know what? Shout out to everybody I have Oh, shout out to everybody I haven't worked with yet. You know. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty much it, man. Like I say, thanking God for this talent he gave me, man. All right, man. Uh, appreciate you for coming on the show, man. 
Oh, yeah, no problem, bro. Man. All right, and uh, there you have it. Hip-hop is. We got uh, Southside from A-Town, man, and be sure y'all be looking out for him for the projects that he has coming out. Oh, yeah. And Graffiti Talk Radio. Let hip-hop live forever. Peace. Oh, yeah.